RTHK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The headlines, a report into a partial derailment of an MTR train last November blames corrosion. Hong Kong is told to proactively amend local laws to align them with the national security law. And Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, has died in Los Angeles following a cardiac arrest. An investigation by the MTR into a partial train derailment last year has found that serious corrosion in certain nuts and bolts of a metal barrier caused it to dislodge. Several doors were ripped off a carriage as the train pulled into Yamate Station in November, disrupting train services on the Tunwan line that day. Frank Young has the details. According to detailed findings of the investigation panel, the metal barrier that the train hit was displaced due to seriously corroded mounting bolts and nuts at the structure's base frames on the ground and the tunnel wall. The probe also found that a public announcement following the accident failed to let passengers know where they should exit the train. In response, the railway company vowed to implement the recommendations by the panel. Its operations director, Tony Lee, said that in the wake of the recent incident, the corporation is upgrading or replacing all 57 metallic protection barriers of similar nature and conducting specific maintenance on the barriers. Xiaobao Long, the director of the State Council's Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, has told the SAR to proactively amend local laws to align them with the national security law. But speaking at a seminar in Beijing, he said the security law has an overriding effect on Hong Kong legislation. Mr. Xia also said last month's interpretation of the security law by the National People's Congress Standing Committee clearly set out the method and path to resolve problems encountered locally. He said the Committee on Safeguarding National Security can make its own judgments and decisions on specific issues. The government has expressed strong opposition to allegations the United Kingdom made about the SAR administration in its latest six-monthly report on Hong Kong, accusing it of slander. The Foreign Ministry, Ministry urged the British government to stop issuing the reports. Maggie Ho reports. The UK report, covering the first half of 2022, alleged that freedoms are being systematically eroded by Beijing on multiple fronts, tightening the restrictions on the lives of ordinary Hong Kongers. It said the national security law has had a chilling effect on all aspects of society and that voting rights were being curtailed, among other things. The Hong Kong government responded by issuing a statement describing the report as slandering remarks and ill-intentioned political attacks. It again urged the UK to respect the basic norms governing international relations and stop interfering in Hong Kong's affairs. The statement called the UK's criticism of the revamped electoral system misleading and defended the legal safeguards to ensure full implementation of patriots administering Hong Kong. It said no one in any country or region in the world would ever allow political power to fall into the hands of individuals who don't love their own country or even sell out or betray it. The statement also pointed out that it's international practice for states to enact laws to safeguard national security and that enforcement actions here are based on evidence. The Foreign Ministry's office in Hong Kong also criticized interference by the UK government and urged it to stop issuing its half-yearly reports on the SAR altogether. Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, has died in Los Angeles following a cardiac arrest. She was 54. The BBC's Peter Bowes has more. We are just learning the details of the tragic death of Lisa Marie 
Presley very young at the age of 54. There were initial reports a few hours ago that she had been taken ill at her home in Calabasas, which is a, a suburb on the outskirts of Los Angeles, and attempts, the paramedics were called, attempts were made to revive her. She was taken to hospital, and we had that confirmation from Priscilla Presley, uh, her mother, that she had been taken into hospital, initially asking through social media for people's prayers, and now we have the confirmation that, uh, very sadly, she has passed away. Brazil's president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, has accused the security forces at the presidential palace of colluding with opposition protesters who stormed and vandalised the building on Sunday. Lula said that someone had probably left the door open for them as there was no evidence of forced entry. It's important to point out there were many people from the Brasilia police and from the armed forces here inside who colluded. I'm convinced that the door of the Planalto Palace was opened so that these people could enter because there was no broken door at the entrance. That means someone facilitated their entry here. We're going to investigate to find out what happened. The U.S. Justice Department has appointed a special counsel to investigate President Joe Biden's handling of classified documents from when he was vice president. Earlier, Mr. Biden told reporters a second batch of papers had been found in his garage at his Delaware home. The first was discovered at his office at a Washington think tank. The White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, spoke about the situation at a news conference. The president takes this very seriously. He does. He said this twice. And um, he did not know uh, that the records uh, were there when they were found. Uh, he does not know what's in them. And what he did and what his team did is the minute that they realized uh, that the documents were there, uh, they reached out to the archives, they reached out to the Department of Justice. Republicans, angered by FBI raids on Donald Trump's Florida home for top-secret documents, have accused Mr. Biden of hypocrisy. A new law has come into effect in Spain repealing the crime of sedition that several Catalan separatist politicians living in self-imposed exile had been charged with. They include Carlos Puigdemont, who led the failed independence bid in 2017. The Supreme Court said that although Mr Puigdemont was no longer charged with sedition, he still faced charges of disobedience and misappropriation of public funds. His lawyer, Gonzalo Boye, said the Spanish Supreme Court judge Pablo Llarenza was changing the charges to persecute his client for political reasons. What this resolution does is demonstrate once again that there is a persecutory spirit. I'm going to give you a piece of information. People used to forget it, but Judge Llerena told the German authorities in July 2018 that he did not want, that he did not accept the extradition of President Puigdemont for the crime of embezzlement. And now he says he will prosecute him for the crime of embezzlement. Turkey has summoned the Swedish ambassador to protest against a video posted online by a Kurdish group in Sweden in which an effigy of the Turkish president Recep Tayyip Erdogan was seen swinging from a rope upside down. Turkey is currently stalling on whether to approve bids by Sweden and Finland for NATO membership. The BBC's Danny Eberhardt reports. The Kurdish video, set to a song linked to Italian partisans, is graphic. It juxtaposes images of President Erdogan's effigy strung up outside Stockholm City Hall with photos of the battered corpse of the Italian dictator Benito Mussolini hung upside down at the end of the Second World War. It's enraged Turkey. Mr Erdogan's head of communications said the video was proof that Sweden had not taken the necessary steps it had promised against terrorism. 
Researchers have discovered an exoplanet the same size as Earth using the James Webb Space Telescope. An exoplanet is a planet found outside the solar system, orbiting other stars in the galaxy. Astronomer Dr. Kevin Stevenson is from the John Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory. What we've learned from this planet is that, first of all, it does exist. It is a planet. It is likely rocky. It's about the same size of the Earth. And what we are hoping to find out is whether or not this planet has an atmosphere. That is one of the goals of our program in looking at a bunch of exoplanets that are nearby. Investigators looking into a computer outage that led to the grounding of all flights across the United States on Wednesday have pointed to human error as the cause. The Federal Aviation Authority said a data file had been damaged by personnel who had failed to follow procedures. More than 11,000 flights were delayed or cancelled in the first national grounding of flights for two decades. For decades, or fuel, fossil fuel companies have denied their role in climate change and funded groups to push back at the evidence provided by scientists. At the same time, many of them were conducting their own research about how burning fossil fuels contributed to global warming. It's been widely reported that one of them, ExxonMobil, was aware of this as long ago as the 1970s. But a study by Harvard University of more than 100 of Exxon's internal documents has revealed just how accurate the company's forecasts were. Naomi Oreskes is Professor of History of Science at Harvard. Many people have heard the hashtag or the phrase Exxon knew. In this paper, we answer quite specifically the question, well, what exactly did they know? And we show that by their own calculations, they knew that the climate would warm about 0.2 degrees per decade. And they knew that the effects of climate change would probably become evident by the year 2000. And both of those forecasts came true. The projections that we compiled and analyzed constitute two sets of information. One are projections that were made by ExxonMobil scientists themselves, and the other set are academic studies that were done at the time that ExxonMobil scientists were aware of, that they reviewed, and that they presented to their own um, executives or supervisors. And what our analysis shows is that that set of data, that set of projections is uh, was both consistent with what academics and government scientists were saying at the time and consistent with what actually happened in real life in the subsequent decades. That's Naomi Oreskes from Harvard University. Ostrich eggs dating back more than 4,000 years have been discovered next to an ancient fire pit in Israel. The Israel Antiquities Authority says the eight eggs were found at a prehistoric campsite in the Negev region. Archaeologists involved in the excavation say the indications are that the eggs were intentionally collected and used as food. Sport now, and Chelsea's misery in the English Premier League has continued with a 2-1 loss at their West London neighbours, Fulham. The results put puts Fulham into the top six. Chelsea had their new striker, Jao Felix, sent off in the second half, which makes matters worse for their under-pressure boss, Graham Potter. The BBC's Henry Moran was watching at Craven Cottage. For the first time in 17 years, Fulham have beaten Chelsea and it heaps the pressure on Graham Potter. He described the role as Chelsea manager as the toughest in football. It'll be feeling pretty tough this evening. Jao Felix on debut impressed before being sent off in the second half for a reckless challenge. Then came the winner, Carlos Vinicius, with his first goal for Fulham. Poor, poor attempt at coming for the ball from Ariza Balaga. And there was Vinicius to nod home. Fulham victorious, Chelsea lose again. And this is a side now that has won just once in nine matches. 
and Manchester United have agreed a deal to sign Dutch striker Wout Weghorst on loan. The 30-year-old Burnley forward is to be based at Old Trafford for the rest of the season, having spent the first half of his campaign on loan to Besiktas in Turkey. Other clubs are also looking to add to their squads, and Notts Forest manager Steve Cooper knows that that includes his team, even though they are signed... They have signed a British record 21 players in the off-season. I think it's clear that we want and need to add players and that thing in the back of my head is going now, here we go, Nottingham Forest signing loads of players, but that's where we are at this current situation and it's an easy thing for anybody to say now about how many players we sign in the summer, signing again is two different times and they shouldn't really be compared. Leicester City's Brendan Rodgers is another under-pressure manager. He says he's confident of making the signings in the current transfer window. The, the, The club are working hard behind the scenes to in order to do that so hopefully we'll have news of that uh, in the in the future uh, there's lots of dialogue I, I was with him this morning for for an hour or so as well so so that's that's all there that that's and i'm sure between you know recruitment and the club as a whole we'll we'll get some players in Fiorentina have reached the quarter-finals of the Coppa Italia by beating Sampdoria 1-0. That was also the score as Roma defeated Genoa. In Saudi Arabia, Barcelona are through to face Real Madrid in the final of the Spanish Super Cup. The Catalan giants beat Real Betis 4-2 on penalties after their semi-final was deadlocked at 2-all after extra time. The San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks kick off the NFL playoffs this weekend. Our U.S. sports commentator Ray Jovanovich says Saturday's wildcard game in California could be the first step of a championship run for the Niners. My prediction for the Super Bowl a rematch of Super Bowl 54, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco enters the playoffs riding a 10-game winning streak. They also have the best defense in the NFL. The Chiefs still have a bit of a tough road to get to the uh, championship. they got to get through both Cincinnati, the Bengals, who represented the AFC last year, and of course the Buffalo Bills, who also have just a terrific defense to go along with a great offense. The AFC is really going to be a battle. In cricket, India defeated Sri Lanka by four wickets in their latest one-day international in Kolkata. Chasing 216, India got home with almost seven overs to spare. It means the hosts now have an unassailable 2-0 lead in the series. And now to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy with coastal fog, one or two light rain patches at first, light to moderate southeasterly winds. And the outlook, humid and foggy tomorrow, warm with sunny periods during the day. Temperatures falling appreciably later on Sunday, cold in the morning, with minimum temperatures of around 11 to 12 degrees in the following couple of days. And currently at the observatory, the temperature is 23 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity now at 90%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A report into a partial derailment of an MTR train last November blames corrosion. Hong Kong is told to proactively amend local laws to align them with the national security law. And Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, has died in Los Angeles following a cardiac arrest. You've been listening to the news on RTHK. The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3. Tell me you need me I see that you're bleeding 
into my wishful eyes That fear that's inside you will lift, give it time I can see everything you're blind to now Your prayers will be answered, let God whisper how to on Radio 3 and hold my hand. Good afternoon to you. It's nearly 20 past one. So big thanks to James Marsh. He'll be back next week. But what he didn't say is he's going to be up bright and early because once again, he's going to be in England in the UK for a bit more marshy movie time. Ten minutes or so from now, sports and all, Danny Hicks live from Melbourne. It's been running 